This is the post-game podcast on the Blood Red channel, bringing you all the big match reaction with views from the press box, the dugout and the stands. RB Leipzig nil, Liverpool 2, Champions League football returns and the Reds get back in their groove. I'm Guy Clark, welcome to the post-game podcast here on Blood Red as we react to Liverpool taking advantage in their Champions League round of 16 tie with RB Leipzig as Mohamed Salah and Sadio Mane got on the score sheet out in Budapest. Coming up, Jurgen Klopp gives his assessment. Forced them to make mistakes with a good formation, with a good attitude. Uh, in the other phases, we played good football, so um, yeah, I'm happy. The Echoes Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst watching on. This was a night when Liverpool kind of rolled back the months, if you like, and, and put in a performance that was a befitting of Premier League champions and a team who, of course, won this uh, competition in June 2019. And our regular contributors have their say. What an important victory that is. Away goals in the bag, two of them, clean sheet. All's right again, it seems. Insight, analysis and opinion all to come right here on the Post Game Podcast. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Liverpool have taken a big step towards the third quarter-final appearance in the Champions League in just four seasons after a 2-0 win against RB Leipzig in Budapest this evening in the Puskas Stadium, the first time the Reds have played in that stadium, of course. Um, goals from Sadio Mane and uh, first Mohamed Salah have done the damage but um, it was a night when Liverpool looked a lot more like their usual selves it has to be said um, they of course haven't been firing on many cylinders in the Premier League for the last two months but this was a night when Liverpool kind of rolled back the months if you like and, and put in a performance that was uh, befitting of Premier League champions and a team who of course won this uh, competition in June 2019 um, Salah and Mane making the most of a couple of defensive errors um, to give Liverpool uh, the lead, and it was one that they held on to with um, Ozanka back making just his second uh, Liverpool start alongside captain Jordan Henderson once more at the back. Uh, both of those players were excellent. Henderson in particular um, didn't really um, keep uh, kept Leipzig out in the, the home side, or rather the side who should have been at home. Didn't really create too much in the way of uh, clear cut chances, and uh, Liverpool really grew into the game. And um, you know we felt that they had uh, a measure of control against the Germans. So two 0 win. Um, Liverpool had a couple of chances early in the first half. Salah was denied by former Liverpool goalkeeper Peter Gulaxi before uh, Andy Robertson, of all people, nearly scored from around about 45 yards. Um, that shot uh, with Gulaxi out of his goal actually ended up on the roof of the net before Roberto Firmino had one ruled out. But uh, Liverpool were fully deserving of the, of the, uh, the 2 0 win with uh, Mane and Salah, as I say, punishing mistakes. Um, both going clean through one on one with Gulaxi. You never really felt that either were going to miss uh, Mohamed Salah. Um, his 118th Liverpool goal, so he's now level with the great Ian St. John, which kind of tells you how great he's been in the uh, three or four years that he's been at Liverpool. Um, and then Mane with his 11th goal of the season uh, a couple of minutes later. So Liverpool, more than happy with what they got in Budapest. They're uh, looking a lot more like their old selves, which is just, a, just coming at the right time with uh, Everton to come on Saturday uh, evening at Anfield. So it's finished here uh, in Budapest. Um, RB Leipzig nil, Liverpool 2. The Echo's Liverpool correspondent Paul Gorst watching on as the Reds take advantage of their tie with two away goals out in Budapest against their German counterparts. Yeah, not sure I quite get yet how that one works either. Well, worth repeating, Mohamed Salah now level with Ian St. John on 118 Liverpool goals, albeit the Egyptian king has taken 239 fewer games 
than the same. Absolutely incredible. Let's hear now from manager Jurgen Klopp. Here he is speaking in his post-match press conference. Congratulations, Jurgen. Thank you. Um, your captain yesterday said that the players take full responsibility on the pitch. How pleased were you with them tonight and their performance? Very, very pleased with the performance, obviously. It led to a result, I think, to a deserved result. Um, there was a game where uh, you, uh, you, you don't expect big advantages for one or the other team you, uh, because of the nature of both teams. Because both are really good organized, both defend really well, both both are used to cause the opposition side problems in the way they want to build the game. I thought that worked slightly better out for us tonight. Um, I know Leipzig pretty well, and I know how 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 dominant they can be football-wise, and how how um, overwhelming they can be in a game from a physical point of view. So. That's what we had to deal with tonight, and um, the boys did played a really good game, a really good game. Uh, we had a day less to prepare, which is we spoke a lot about that. It's it's a it's a tricky thing, but we did well, played a good game, deserved the win, I think, and um, forced them to make mistakes with a good formation, with a good attitude. Any uh, other phases, we played good football, so um, yeah, I'm happy. With the, with the performance. Hear me, hear me, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Hi again. I, I just, I just want to mention the big moment for Allison. Really, starts the second half. Maybe one of those saves that you, you, you normally expect from people. Don't normally remember when you won two 0 but it, it felt like a big moment for him, given what's happened in the last few weeks. Definitely, definitely. So, but he had, to be honest, he had big moments in, in the Leicester game. Eh? So he had brilliant saves. Um, that's how it is. But of course, it helps. Uh, clean sheet. Can imagine um, Ali will sleep really well in the plane on the way home. <laughs> um, and um, yeah, how always he helped us a lot. Yep. Thanks. Uh, I'm uh, from the Hungarian Sport 365.hu. And I'm just wondering, what did you think about playing in Budapest? And uh, what did you think about the facility and Puskas Arena? Thank you for asking. Brilliant. Really brilliant. It's a great stadium. Inside, it looks a little bit like the Atletico Madrid Stadium, which has felt good for us, to be honest. Um, it's, a great, it's a great stadium. The pitch was great. Um, I'm pretty sure um, it's a proper football stadium. So if if this one is um, sold out in the future, that will create some some um, atmosphere. No, thank you very much, Budapest, for 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 um, having us. Um, I don't think we don't take things like this for granted in these times. We did everything we can do to um, we could do um, to to keep everybody as safe as possible, um, and I'm pretty sure that worked out. And um, so. Thank you. It was really, it was really great. Everything was. If we would have lost the game, the stadium was still great. So had nothing, no excuses. Hi, Jürgen. Um, the players have had a few knocks over the, over the last couple of weeks, but the, tonight they played um, with the resilience that you've associated over the last last three years. What does it say for the men- mentality that they showed tonight in, in tough circumstances? Look, we are not, we are not, we are not, no, no children anymore. So that's we now think, okay, one, uh, we won that game, and now everything is fine again. So for me, it's much more important that we played again, good football, again, not the first time in the last few weeks. 
I understand that and respect that 100% that nobody's really happy with the results. That's that's clear. Um, but the football we played, um, dominating City in a way that had not often, same against Leicester, had not often stuff like this. We don't should not forget that. But tonight the results were there. So we kept a clean sheet. We scored two goals. We forced the opponent to make the mistakes we made pretty much in the last few weeks. That's clear. Um, worked really hard. The boys did again top individual performances but especially especially how we how we really work together and put all that stuff together because um, if you would watch Leipzig um, more often you would really know their game can look completely different to tonight so just they cause you problems we had no idea we saw the lineup and we had no idea which system they play we had just no idea it's because you can with these players on the pitch they could have played I think six or seven different systems and played them already. Not only they could, they played them in, in moments. And whatever they tried tonight, we had an answer. They had chances yet. Yes, of course they had. Um, but that's normal. But a majority of the time, we really had a good control in the game. And that's very important. But doesn't happen a lot against Leipzig. Uh, Jürgen, you, you, you said uh after the game that um, people were expecting you to, to fail again. So I was just wondering what exactly you meant by that and also the, the satisfaction you can take from the fact that you have reacted, in a sense, to that with such a positive performance. Oh, yeah. Um, it's... So I, I'm not sure. I didn't say it with a, with a strange tongue, if that's the right saying. It's, it's just, I think people expected us to slip tonight, not in a, in a way where a lot of people expected us to slip. No, I'm pretty sure a lot of people thought, oh, that will be really tricky for Liverpool. And it was difficult, but we did it. So, um, but I don't believe in motivation too much in this kind of manner where everything and they all want us to do bad and now we show them, yes, we can use things like this from time to time, but we don't have enough contact to the outside world to really know um, what, how much people wish um, us to fail. Um, and so, yeah, but it's a clear, it's clear in Liverpool, in the situation we are, you play against Leipzig, in Germany, the, the, the chances that we win the game dropped pretty much minute by minute <laughs> in the perception. And that's completely fine. I would probably have said the same if I'm not um, that close to the team. But the boys reacted in a really good way. And I'm really happy about that. Jürgen Klopp with his assessment of the first leg win over RB Leipzig in the return of Champions League action. The Reds potentially back on the march then just in time for the derby. We'll still plenty to come here on post-game, including the thoughts of those in our Blood Red podcast Facebook group. Before that, Hannah Pinnock, the first of our regular contributors, with her say on the win over Leipzig. A win. We get to talk about a win for once. Um, it feels like a long time since we said that, given our form of late, but just what a performance. Extremely worried going into it, given, you know, everything that's happened in recent weeks, the City game, the Leicester game. But if anything, I think the Champions League is, is a welcomed escape from all that. You know, a needed break and something that the players, I think, can, can still have hope. <laughs> um, obviously, the league sort of slipped away from us now that's pretty much cities cities for the taking um you can't really see them slipping up and obviously Klopp's conceded the title as well so I think the Champions League is still something that the players I think can can hope for 
realistically is is another is another question in itself but um performances like that tonight I think you know will put us in good stead so you know I think all over the pitch I thought we were brilliant the goalkeeper a much needed clean sheet I mean the mistakes against Leicester I think were I don't want to say justifiable because, you know, they shouldn't be making those sorts of mistakes. But considering it was their first time playing together, Alisson and Kovac's sort of miscommunication is always a possibility. And it, and it just so happened, you know, that that happened at a crucial time. So the more they play together, the better that will that will be. But I think for Alisson, a clean sheet tonight and some good saves was so important to start to rebuild that confidence. I mean, you know for a fact if, if you know, it was at Anfield and fans were there, you know, he'd be getting a brilliant reception and, and he'd know that the fans were behind him. But when there's no fans there, they don't necessarily have that same level of support. So I think for Alisson, playing himself back into form is going to be crucial and hopefully tonight is a step towards that for the whole team, you know, not just Alisson. Um, I think the whole team, the whole backroom staff as well Klopp they all need a bit of a confidence boost and hopefully tonight's done that I thought Trent had a brilliant game he's been I I want to say Trent's been you know playing himself back into form for a few weeks now and he's a bit of a dip in form after Christmas but I think he's he, I think he's back to his best Henderson I think from both centre-backs I think a very solid performance I know Henderson N- nearly was at fault for a, for a goal late in the second half that would have put Leipzig right back in the tie. But fortunately, Huang missed. I think that's how you say his name. I'm not 100% sure. But, I mean, things like that. I know he got in behind Henderson, but you sort of can't be too critical because, you know, Henderson isn't, isn't a central defender. That's not his natural game. So, you know, little mistakes like that are always going to crop up so I think it's just good when it goes in our favour and and we aren't punished for it in the midfield I thought Curtis Jones was a standout performer I thought he had a brilliant game Ginny as well but I think everyone everyone knows that Ginny is one of our most consistent players so but Curtis Jones especially considering his age I think he's impressed a lot of times this season you know but you can tell that he's He's a young player and he does make mistakes and you know sometimes complain that he holds on to the wall a bit too long and and ends up getting caught out but um on the whole you know he's he's playing well beyond his years and he's such an impressive player and he's got an incredible future ahead of him at Liverpool hopefully <laughs> but no I thought he was solid tonight and just a word for the front three as well I know Bobby didn't necessarily get on the score sheet but I thought you know he was crucial part of of our win and even in moves that didn't quite come off you know he, he was brilliant in some counter-attacks and shame he didn't get the goal to round it off but you know that's what Salah and Mane are there for and good to see those two both on the score sheet I mean Salah you come to expect it because he's Mo Salah and, and that's what he does um, but Mane especially you know he's been lacking a little bit in goals recently um so you know I hope you know that would do him the world of good but a word just on Mo Salah because obviously not by Liverpool fans but I do just think in the 
wider football world, he is criminally underrated and he's not always given the respect that he deserves when he's been consistently incredible for so long. Um, But he just keeps, you know, proving everyone wrong time and time again. So, um, very special player, Mo Salah. Um, But on the whole, a huge win and a big game at the weekend now against Everton. Um, I'm hoping this result will have given them a little bit of confidence going into that. Hopefully we can play ourselves back into some form. Um, But overall, it it was good to see a smile back on Klopp's face, especially up the Reds. The Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel. Steve Dawson on Liverpool's 2-0 win against RB Leipzig. What an important victory that is. Away goals in the bag, two of them, clean sheet. Uh, all's right again, it seems. Of course, there's a long way to go to to tip things back in our balance, generally speaking. But at least this is a positive that we can take away heading into the Merseyside derby. thought Liverpool looked strong tonight. To go away from home, by all accounts, is a very cold night. It was a neutral ground, let's face it. It wasn't um, It wasn't really genuinely an away match. But still, we took it to RB Leipzig. We had the bulk of the possession and it all went very well. It didn't start necessarily particularly well. I was somewhat alarmed in the first five minutes. Things that we've been worried about over the past few weeks all came to the fore. Thiago fouled. Wasn't too far away from getting himself a booking, I think. They hit the post quite alarmingly still not sure how that got by Alison Becker's hand but I suppose he can always say well I had it covered I didn't need to touch it because it was going to hit the post um, and he and he hoisted one clear when you would expect Alison Becker to be more circumspect with the ball at his feet uh, he is very good at that but of course he is prone to errors in that situation we've seen that before but that's not necessarily because he's weak he's one of the best goalkeepers in the world I think with the ball at his feet it's just that because we play from the back and and teams press he's going to from time to time find himself under pressure there's no question he wasn't perfect with his feet later in the half either he, he gave the ball away although it didn't lead to uh, any immediate danger he did certainly go longer with the ball than we're used to seeing from him. I'm not bothered about that. I think he needs to to do that to just settle himself back in uh, to normal um, normal conditions and, and making himself feel comfortable again. But I also think that he probably could err on the side of going long more often than he has done in the past. Uh, and he made a good save at the start of the second half. So good to see Alison Becker generating a bit more confidence uh, I thought Mo Salah looked lively. It, it's really hard to say he's had a bad season uh, amid the season that we've had, which isn't good, let's put it that way, and he's not so far. Uh, I was critical of him last season. I think he was wasteful at times. But he's been our saviour this year, really very much so. I think Sadio Mane in the last few weeks hasn't been at his best, but he certainly finished expertly, and I think that is also... Uh, a good chance to have him re- relieve or recover some confidence. And Salah picked out Mane beautifully in, this, in the 70th minute. We didn't get a third goal from it, but it's good to see them connecting. Um, 
just just finally, Jeannie Wijnaldum, I was thinking to myself once we went 2 nothing up and we were still inside the first hour, I immediately started thinking about substitutes. Jeannie Wijnaldum has become so important to us and with the Merseyside derby coming up, I wondered if he might take Jeannie off, perhaps put Shakiri in that sitting position, which I, I do believe he's done before for a brief amount of time, Jürgen. The other alternative was to put Thiago there and and have Genie, uh, sorry, and have uh, Shaq in a more advanced number eight position. It, it might be worth giving Genie one out of a rest at, at, at some stage. He has been our genuinely our ever present this season. Is he indestructible? He doesn't seem to get injured these days. Uh, you know, he's had so many minutes, and as you talk about this. You are, of course, reminded that his contract situation isn't settled yet for next season. And it is hard to see what it is that is preventing Liverpool from from nailing this one down. If it's an extra year, surely give it to him. He's he's a fit fella. He, he maintains his health, doesn't get injured. The type of game he plays isn't going to be eroded when he turns 32 or even 33. He he holds the ball well, he shields the ball well, puts his body between the ball and an opponent. That's not an activity that's going to be eroded quickly once a player gets into his early 30s and approaches his mid-30s. So I still at this stage would be very disappointed if he leaves the club at the end of the season. But let's focus on the positives. We're 2-0 up in this first leg and it's back to Anfield, hopefully, for the second leg. At Galasahi on Twitter, G-U-L-A-S-A-H-I. Steve Dawson reflecting on the 2-0 win over RB Leipzig, giving the Reds the advantage of the tie. Time now to dive into our Blood Red podcast Facebook group. Link as ever in the description if you want to join in the debate and the discussion. Well, Jay Dodd writes, very impressed with Kabak tonight, but then he's used to playing slow German teams. My only problem was his losing the ball quite a lot second half. But other than that, a very deserved win. Ralph says, I'll tell you what, we may be onto something special in young Curtis Jones. He's one cool customer. Looks like nothing ever phases him. He had some brilliant moments today. Kath Hayden says, brilliant. The last move on goal by RB Leipzig was the kind of lucky break we've not had recently. Just the kind of game we needed to give us a good derby warm-up. And Nicholas Ryan on that theme says, everyone feeling better about going into the derby? Well, certainly sure a few Reds will be for more in the Blood Red Podcast Facebook group. Follow the link in the description of the podcast or just head to Facebook and search for Blood Red. Well, last of our regular contributors now is Mark Baker. Massive result, really, and performance I felt from Liverpool because I felt it was overall a genuinely good performance at Leipzig in what's been a very tough time for everyone involved at the football club, really. So, overall... What you could say is Liverpool have been really hurt over the last two games especially. Um, well, the last two games with individual errors really, which have changed the swing of the game out of Liverpool's favour. And overall, over the last few weeks, have really also suffered from not being able to manage moments in games. So, don't get me wrong, Leipzig still had some good opportunities. And I think you know Jordan Henderson is performing really well. I think he's been Liverpool's best player over the last 
few weeks really the only player you could say is playing at the level that he should be and in a really unfamiliar position as well so I think you can excuse that a couple of the big chances were where he's just been caught with runners off the blind side of him or off the back of him which is going to happen he's playing in a foreign position and doing a really good job I might add as well in general general play in the game so there was still moments for Leipzig and that will continue to be a concern for Liverpool because until they stop them moments resulting in really big chances, then you'd always feel that the game could be swung in the opposition's favour. But Liverpool had really good chances as well. And I felt the overall general performance, I felt they struggled the last 15 minutes maybe. But overall, I felt they were the better side in the game. Mohamed Salah always... I mean, you sort of run out of words to describe his productivity really. And I mean, again today, okay, it was a mistake by the opposition one that Liverpool have been making in recent weeks and handing the, the opposition a leg up, but so sharp, so alert, and a really good finish. And obviously at that time, give Liverpool the confidence booster, the opportunities that they had hadn't gone to waste and they got an advantage in the game. And obviously Manny then finishes well himself for 2-0. Overall, I felt Liverpool's best player on the day, I'd say in the overall general performance, was Curtis Jones and... I think he's been a bit of a bright spark for Liverpool, I must say. Even in the times where Liverpool have not been getting results. Don't get me wrong, I felt he, had, he did have a, zip, a dip around this Southampton fixture around that time where probably deservedly needed a rest at that stage. But overall in the season, you'd say he's been an, played himself into an automatic pick for Liverpool in that central midfield area. And you'd always knew he had fine technical ability and I must say his ability to retain possession in tight-knit areas, has been absolutely fantastic in, in certain moments in games. And that really, obviously, has impressed me, but I always expected that, if that makes sense. So he's obviously played in higher areas of the pitch at the younger age group level in youth team football off the left-hand side and as an attacking midfield player. So I think his actual output and his productivity in the final third will improve as, as obviously the more games he gets, the more confidence he gets at, at being able to be a, a decisive decision maker in that in them really pivotal moment, moments. But equally as impressive as his actual technical ability, I think, has been his, his ability to uh, exist in a midfield three. We know what Liverpool's midfield three has to do, the work they has to get, get through without the ball, the, the stopping of gaps in that midfield section, the cutting off, off of passing lanes. And statistically, Liverpool are far more secure when Jones is in the team. And actually, I'm not normally a criticiser of Klopp, but I must say, I feel some of his judgments in terms of substitutions of late has been has been off target. And the removal of Jones at key moments in games in the second half, I think, has resulted in the game actually going away from Liverpool. And, I mean, that's a, a real positive that he's been able to combine them traits that you need to play in, in that section of the midfield three. Because he does offer something slightly different. He has got a better ability to travel with the ball. As I say, his retention is excellent. And you also believe that, although he isn't showing it, obviously, this season, in his breakthrough season, you feel he can add goals and and the final pass through his game as well, because I certainly believe he's got it in his locker. So a really, really impressive performance from him again tonight. And one where now it's almost, you know, when you're picking a Liverpool team, you almost automatically pick him as part of that side. So... 
just going back to obviously the position at centre half, which we can't seem to get away from. I think a lot of Liverpool for the second half of the year in what will be a dogfight to get into the top four could rest on uh, Kebach, who you would imagine would be played. I mean, I've said this before, but I actually feel in the games that Nat Phillips has played, he hasn't done anything wrong whatsoever, although Klopp sees them every day and he's obviously, the fact that he was picking Rhys Williams ahead of the players suggests that you know, he's got deficiencies in his makeup, which would have come out with the more games he'd have played. So it seems like he's going to go with Kabak and when he's fit, Fabino. And when Fabino's not fit, obviously Henderson will play there. So, I mean, people have often talked about getting Fabino back into the midfield. I felt that Fabino, the moments that Joe Matip went down, possibly even when Joe Gomez went down, to be perfectly honest, that he was lost from the midfield section of the pitch for this year. I felt the Klopp was always going to play him there. He trusts him. He understands the nuances of Liverpool's game in terms of position and out of possession and also in the build-up. And he was always going to play there for me this season once Joe Gomez succumbed to such a bad injury. But I just believe the priority will probably be at this moment in time to get one of them back in that midfield, which will be Henderson. I mean, people forget. I mean, Fabinho actually wasn't getting a a starting role in Liverpool's side at the back end of last season when Atletico Madrid came around. He'd actually struggled after an ankle injury in December. So I think it's vitally more important that Henderson's there. Obviously, Liverpool have Van Alden, Thiago, Henderson, who can all play in that defensive midfield role. Of course, Fabinho will be the first choice or being fit, you'd imagine, in that position. But they have options in there who can, who can play in that role. So... I think the importance would be to get Henderson back in there and then you're relying on, okay, what is Kabak? Has he got enough in terms of his mobility, his physicality, his reading of the game, all them kinds of things to be solid enough to give Liverpool a platform for the second half of the season. And I think that will be possibly the deciding factor going forward. Interesting stuff from Mark there on Curtis Jones, Ozan Kabak and the makeup of the defence and the midfield. Well, Liverpool then starting a huge week in the best possible way, build up well and truly onto the derby next then. Your podcast listening only just getting started with Liverpool.com, Alley La Rouge, Blood Red and Behind Enemy Lines all to come prior to the Blues visit across the park. But tonight was all about Europe as Mo and Mane added the fizz for goal-hungry Liverpool to take advantage over RB Leipzig in Budapest. You've been listening to the Post Game Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.